for me. Um, let it be known if you have any contacts at the Hornets, tell Terry Rozier <laughs> he took an L on 2K to me, and I'm grateful. You know what I'm saying? I was grateful to hand you that L. Let me tell you something. So be careful what y'all sign up for on Instagram. Like all this Instagram is good. They are really, really good at how they do things. I was talking to a group of guys today about how um, the algorithm, like you can like one girl picture, you can unfollow her, and then in the Explorer page, it'll just show you like 20 more of her. Yeah. And they'll make sure they they keep pushing them there. They'll be like, nah, nah, nah. We know what you like. You yeah. like the curly hair. You like a 36C. You like a 40 waist. Like, we know what you like. You like them always at the water. You know what I'm saying? With a man's hand on their shoulder that they didn't crop out. They know what you like, right? So anyway, um, I'm on Instagram and this thing pulls up to play a, a basketball player in 2K. Me, I just swipe up on it. And keep it moving, right? Yeah. The funny part is Instagram autofills your information because I have like a certain account. Well, most accounts it does that. If you have it actually filled in, it will pre-fill your information. Only thing you gotta do is if you swipe, it goes right. So I get a phone call, and it's hey Gavin, how you doing? I'm like hey, what's going on? Who this? Because I don't answer unknown calls. So now <laughs> I'm already pissed that I actually answered the call. And so they were like, "Yo, you the winner. We want you to come in and play 2K." Uh, um, oh shit! So I'm like, I'm laughing on the phone. I'm like, hold on, hold on. You for real? He was like, yeah. And I was like, bro, I thought this was a joke. And my man was like, nah. So I go in, bro. Just, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get this mic straight. But anyway, I go in. Mal Bridges is there. Terry Rozier is there. So it's me and this other dude. And so me and the other dude are under. So this is in Charlotte. Yeah, I went to the arena. Yeah, I'm on an assumption that yo. We just going to be playing them one-on-one and, you know, on a separate TV. It, they was like, nah, y'all doing teams. So me and Miles Bridges got together, and it was Terry versus Blaze. That was the other guy's name. Yeah. And it was legit funny. Like, one, you realize they just regular-ass dudes. Yeah. Like, we sitting there. I was asking Miles Bridges. I'm like, yo, like, what you been up to today? He was like, shit, nothing. We just got in town. Sorry, I don't supposed to know if y'all know they supposed to cuss. They cuss. They cuss a lot. They're 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 just regular yeah. dudes. He's like, shit, we just got done with practice. We that's the night after they played y'all. Yeah. And so he was like, man, we just got in practice. I had to shower. You know what I'm saying? They got some specialty Gatorade. And then they hop on 2K. Literally, literally. And then him and Terry was talking trash because they had just played each other in 2K. Um, what? On the plane or yeah. something. And they were talking trash about them because uh, Miles lost to to Terry. And so Terry was talking cash, man. So it was a fun experience. That is, that's, that's that's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. And then they signed the game. And it was funny because me and other dude, we already had the game. So they yeah. gave us the game. But then they made them sign it. So I was like, all right, cool bet. It yeah, was a fun on to that. Yeah, it was a fun experience, man. Um, really like made me like both of them a lot more just as people, I guess. You know, it's cool when you meet celebrities and yeah. they're actually cool. Um. It's trash when you meet people and they just assholes. Yeah, or weird. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I had a homeboy who ran into uh, Lonzo, Lonzo Morning. Yeah. And he was like, yo, he's the rudest person I ever met. I, he, can, I can see that. Where's, where was Melo? Uh, I don't know. Because I want to ask Melo, where's Tiana? Look, I would ask that if they was there. <laughs> where's, where's Tiana? And then separately. You know, you know somebody tried to argue me that Tiana's not attractive. I was like. Was it a woman? Yeah, exactly. I was like, Tiana's not attractive. I was like, if Tiana was a fucking registered nurse and she walked into your room, what? Then your you'd man, be like, man, oh my god, your man will forever be sick. 
Look, man. And you know what the joke was? When I got the phone call, I was with somebody. I was with somebody who I was I would have told you this off here, but now we're here. I said, yo, I hope PJ don't come in here. Like, what? Cause I'm like, PJ might have heard a podcast or two. <laughs> I mean, we we didn't we didn't we had we don't talk bad about people. We just hold people accountable. And we ain't never say nothing about crazy about him. It's always been about we say nothing crazy about Britney. We say Britney doing what Britney's supposed to do. Shout out to Britney. Yeah, like I mean, that's you supposed to take advantage of the people that should be taken advantage of. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's what that's what that's her role. That's her job. So I, I don't blame her for doing what she's doing. As men, we got to get to the point to where as we're not such fucking marks. Absolutely. Like, if and I might mark, have a line on mark. Britney. I might have a line on her. Hey man, let's get on. Let's get because on for the, an interview. Uh, Britney just. Let this date be known that we coming for you. You know what I'm saying? I would um, I would love to sit down and and, and and like just politic with Brit. I, I I actually like I don't look I don't care about Britney Renner's dating philosophy. I right? I don't care. But what I do want is like I'd love to hear stories from her, from her about how men like coming to her DMs. Mm. You know how you know how she threatened men. Like I would love to know that when mm. a man comes into her DMs is like you know and simp's right. Because, Absolutely, because that's what I mean. That's how you got to get her attention, and <laughs> I, I love to know like how she threatened them, and then like how she takes advantage of them. And I don't need names, but I, you know I need the game. I need to know like, all right, what what do you look out for? Shit, nice fucking segue. So like online dating, uh-huh. you, you you in the next year or two, you probably gonna start seeing that people gonna say online dating is dying. Okay, and part of the reason me and my fellows were talking about this, I was like. I was like, I'm looking forward to the summer because I'm looking forward to being back out mm-hmm. and meeting people more organically. Yeah. I said, because online, not only are you just meeting the representative, you know, of that person, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody understands like how to craft social networks Absolutely. and all this, all these type things. I was like, you could barely discuss anything with anybody anymore. Because of the screenshot world, yeah, absolutely. right. Like you, you, like you can you can barely have a conversation, right? Like you yeah. can't you can't even disagree because they're going to screenshot your shit and then they're going to send it off. So I was like, you know, and I was like, men actually thought, well, shit, you know, I'll just send a voice note, right? You can keep that. And I was like, shit, now they're screen recording and replaying your voice note. So this society is going to become more lonesome because. You're getting to the point to where you cannot you cannot effectively communicate with somebody because you can't trust what they're going to do with your information, right? Which means that the only thing you could do is you lie to them, right? Tell them <laughs> what they want to hear, absolutely. You know, which isn't the truth, or you can't communicate at all. Yeah. And and I think the social networks is just pushing people into isolation more and more. Now that's I guess that's the bad news if you're relying on you know social networks to get laid. But here's the good news. And me and Art getting laid right now. Another nice segue. Okay. Um, the virgin population in high school, I think they said it's risen from 45% to 60%. Right? Mm. Which, which, is, which I would think is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but so, sociologists are saying that it's becoming a bad thing because kids are now living with their parents until the age of 34. I believe that. And then because they are living with their parents to the age of 34, they're not getting laid as much. So they're finding that in the twenties when it's when you actually should be like settling down, meeting a woman or meeting a man and having families that these dates are getting pushed out further and further. Mm. (laughs) You know what? You know, um, we had a conversation in our group, um, 
and I don't know if we're going to touch on it today, but we had a conversation about, you know, uh, how many men or women and how many uh, partners they have with kids, right? Yeah. And so I said, I made the comment. I was like, oh, I don't know. I know more dudes with multiple baby moms than women yeah. who have multiple baby dads. And y'all was saying, like, yo, it's a generational thing, right? Yeah. And so I was thinking about it. So I'm thinking about that with this. You know, a lot of times with more information is what we were talking about yeah. before. Like now, kids now, <clears throat> being a virgin ain't always a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? No, like it, it is their school, because when I was in school, it was like they they had the statistic. It was like 80% of your friends that say they aren't virgins really are. Yeah. Right? They were selling us on that. Yeah. And then I remember the day I lost my virginity, I came back to school and I found out all of my boys was lying. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, what the fuck? I was pissed. Sorry, yeah, because it's like, why did I why did I waste my first time? Yeah, because she is a loser. Okay. <laughs> what a loser and what a traumatic experience for me. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. Oh, and man. I, but I remember that situation. And I remember when my homegirl, <laughs> she lost hers that summer. And I remember she told her homegirls and she found out all of them were lying. Yeah. And then, you know, but, you know, and then it was like, oh, now people are letting you know, oh, yeah, I lost it. I lost it. I lost it. Cool. And then I'm starting to think, like, when I was in college, you knew, everybody knew the dude who was knocking down every chick, right? Yeah. He was never in class. He was out How of How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know what I'm saying? And then then you get to it, you start running to some girls that still versions. And then you be able to tell a girl, um, like, oh, this is my body count or whatever, right? Mind y'all, back in 09, for some reason, body count still mattered. Um, and <laughs> They still matter now. People still, that, that's still a dumb question that people ask. Absolutely. But, like, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, these kids probably looking like, oh, I don't have to. Now, the thing about us living with our parents longer, yo, that is a growing thing. And I'm starting to see that even more with people as far as, like, I see why y'all was still kind of upset with me about the whole roommates thing. Because <laughs> that and a couple of y'all still live with y'all people, which teaches on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, it doesn't help when job, jobs ain't paying enough and... Exactly. Mortgage is going up because oh I don't know if rent I told you up. rent going up yeah. like hell um <clears throat> in Camp North End they putting condos over there they building them shits right now and Camp North End yes bro but y'all don't even know what Camp North End looked like a decade ago <laughs> uh, but, oh my gosh just to give y'all a heads up it was a uh, apparently it was a World War II location and then it was a pharmacy like warehouse yeah. it's number warehouse buildings but yeah. they knocking that shit down and putting up condos so it's crazy um. Before we get started on the podcast, the NBA released their uh, 2010 All-Decade team. Steph Curry, James Harden, KD, LeBron, and Dirk. Do you have a problem with anybody? And I'm coming in here to tell you I got a problem with Dirk, but it's not that big of a problem. No, I don't I don't have a problem with All-Decade team. I mean, James Harden might have been a stretch. Um, yeah. Over Wade? I, that's I, my but, I, but I guess Wade, Wade was higher than what, 2017? Yeah, but still. Yeah, like that to me, because like, uh, yeah, I mean, that... I get it, you know what I'm saying. So not 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 too mad, not too mad at it. Oh, fellas, oh, I forgot to say this. Because social networking, every, like men are losing their social skills. Uh, get your social circle up. Get your home girl. Start back learning to get out here in the streets and talk to women because men not doing that anymore. You have a leg up for the next for the next five to seven years. If you could talk to women in personal, bro, in person, in personal. If you could talk to women in person, you are going to crush out here in this dating world. Just want to throw that out there. And don't let your ass listen to this podcast. If you um fifteen, you need to get off this podcast. <laughs> but you need to get off after you hit this line. If you do exactly what Mike say, I promise you, by the time you are twenty one. 
you're going to be a master at this. Like, don't let your ass mess up and get a great education and a great job and know how to talk to women. Yes. You, you go you go get a STEM <laughs> job. You graduate from college. Um and you don't have you don't get any women pregnant. Oh my bro, gosh. Like you bro. are going you're going to cruise through your twenties. Like your twenties, it's gonna be like you're riding a surf wave that never fucking ends. Never. Now it is gonna end. Like don't be a fucking idiot. Settle yeah, it's down. Gonna, it's gonna, yeah, please <laughs> It is gonna end. But it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be amazing. Because you know what? Um Simps now are in it. I man, I be loving y'all DMs on some of these girls. <laughs> I, I, anybody want to know what a simp is? We'll talk about this. I swear it's coming one day. <laughs> Go to your favorite athlete's uh, page. Like, follow the softball players in college, right? Yeah. Go to their page when they on a bikini pic and scroll through the comments. There you go. It's amazing to see. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Your capture is so beautiful. I just wish I could talk to you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yo, bro. And then go to the next picture that, that she's not in the bikini. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, we got an interesting podcast today. I want to invite everybody to the Stir Fry Podcast. Um, I am your co-host, Gavin B. I have my host here, the man of the hour, the man who handles everything, Mike. <laughs> he is Pastor Mike Will. Um, this is the Stir Fry Podcast. This is for men only, but women, we know y'all here. And we they, y'all, y'all be tuning in. Appreciate it, though. We appreciate you listening. All right, Mike, we got to get into it. Um, last time we was here, you was a little angry. You know, I listened back. Yeah, you was you was tense. Now, to be fair, it was lighter than what it was off camera. <laughs> it, was, it was the toned down version. Yeah, it, so it, I appreciate it, it. it was definitely the toned down version, and I wasn't wrong. Uh, okay, so so that's what's annoying. You okay. know, you know, because I don't mind being wrong, right? Like, I, absolutely. If you if you provide me with new information, like I'll be like, oh well, that's what I thought. But you know what? That's not the case. Absolutely. You know, so I'm never in my feelings about it. Now I was in my feelings last Monday, and I admitted that. I, I admitted that I was pissed off, and what I was pissed off is that my community decided that that's what protection looks like, right? Mm-hmm. While simultaneously saying, you know, you don't own me, while simultaneously trying to convolute. That that type doing something is equated to protecting black women, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So it so I was annoyed because like everybody wanted to throw all this together and say that these things were connected, and none of these things were connected. Absolutely. So since then, um, Will Smith has resigned from the academy for voting purposes. Um, I'm gonna let y'all know this right now. He didn't resign. They said, bruh. Oh, yeah, he didn't have a choice. They said, bro, you out of here, and they said, we'll let you save face. I don't know if y'all know that yet. You know what the problem is, and I'm going to talk to my people of color, my black people. I'm going to get very, very, like, I'm narrowing this down so much. Um, We got to stop acting like we don't know what's up. And we got to stop acting like, um, and I'm kind of speaking for my generation especially. Like, we'll see some shit, and we'll try to act like, oh, yeah, 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 we don't know what's really going on. Like, and I'm going to give you an example. No, you're right. You're right. We 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 play stupid. Yeah, we playing stupid. Like, we over here, oh, who needs the Oscars? Who needs the Academy? He he leaving. He up out of there. And we know what really happened. They told your black ass, no, you up out of here. We're going to let you save face. Um, Stop going around saying, hey, what we need the Oscars so much for? He don't need the Oscar. Yes, he do. Because his, his ass was going to cry up there on that stage. Will Smith has been gunning for an Oscar since he was doing film. Well, he's, I mean, he, he he's he's an actor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, having, you know, when you're an entertainer, all these intangibles matter, right? Like, Absolutely. if you're a basketball player, an MVP matter. All-star appearances matter, right? All this stuff helps you get your money, right? Your Thank agent you. have to. That's get, what we, I want to get Yeah, to. your agent, like, 
Will was a $20 million per movie box office, you know, mm-hmm. star, right? Absolutely. He's been stuck. <laughs> sounds crazy. He's been stuck at $20 million Absolutely. for probably like the last decade. Absolutely. You know, now he gets to be, well, he could have been <laughs> well. a $30, 40000000 million star, Absolutely. right? Like he's able to duck because they're like, yo, this is an Oscar. This isn't an Oscar nominated. This is an Oscar winning mm. actor. Absolutely. So I'm going to give y'all another example. To get to Supermax in basketball, there's certain accolades or certain certain achievements you need to hit um certain awards you need to hit uh to get this money so it's a certain it's only a few amount of players in the nba who can who have the eligibility yep, to get get the super to get the 230 million dollar contract yep. right if not they'd be stuck at 160 yep and so that's a lot of money okay will smith said there's a thing that um all right cool bro you want an oscar guess what happens your agent now gets to say yo he won an oscar i know yesterday his fee was 20 million but today is 45 yesterday's price it's not today's it's not price. today so when I but see, dj cal i hope he copyrighted it nah that's fat joe i mean not oh gosh sorry that boy if that wasn't some goddamn <laughs> colorism apologies <laughs> well damn, i got a whole nother subject on Fat Joe, sorry, goddamn. Sorry, Fat Joe. We got Fat Joe. You know I got you. But the thing is, I'm looking at it like this: Black folks going around acting like, "Hey, why does an Oscar matter?" We know why, Um, and it matters to him, right? And then I was looking at it later, and I think you know we can go to this topic was immediately on Monday we recorded, so we recorded 12 hours after the shit happened, right? Yep. And then as the day progressed, only thing I saw was. I stand with Will Smith because he protected black women. And by Tuesday, that was still going on. By Wednesday, that narrative was still popping. And I even saw some men posting that. And I was just like, yo. And then it kind of shifted where it was like most men, men of quality, I'm going to let that sit there. Y'all can engage with you demons quality, yeah. right? Most most men was kind of looking at it like, yo, he didn't do that to protect her. He didn't do that. So that was that was his arrogance. That was his pride. That was his insecurity or his ego, which I'm going to say it was his insecurity. Absolutely. And I think I think that's what has came out even more since then. You know, people who've read Will Smith book, people who have spoken to Will Smith, people who have noticed um, that, hey, this man has been seemingly seemingly like a man who seems to have it all. Yeah. Right. You have a wife. You have kids. Uh, say what you want about his kids; they're successful, right? Yeah, I mean, um, he, and he's we, killing it. He's killing it in life on paper, on yes. social, on socials. We yes. always talk about people post their yeah, highlights. Look right? on socials, yeah. And so we look at it, and then it hits us that yo, he's talking about in the book how he's always felt insecure. Yep. People, have, he always felt like he was the joke. Yep. Um, even though he had everything, it was still like, oh, you the funny guy, and. For me, I never got to see Will Smith like that because when Will Smith was rapping, I was I was too damn young. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Fresh Prince came. He was the comedian. He wasn't Jazz who was getting clowned on or Carlton who seemingly got clowned on. He all was time. being funny. He, he was, was a, learning his crowd. Got all the girls. I mean, even in the movies, like all the movies, like he had the funny line, right? Like even yeah. movies that were serious, like Men in Black, you know, which was bad a serious, boy. but Bad yeah. Boys, right? Yeah. They, these were. They were not comedies, but Will was funny. He was funny. He was always the smooth guy. Yeah. And then you turn around and it's like, nah, bro, I'm not good. And I think that's what showed for me. However, scratch that because we talked about that. I think, well, we can get into that later. But I think that what I kind of want to focus in is how did black women become the poster 
child for needing protection and and they use this scenario to back that up. Oh man. Well, you know, so let's let's go all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go back to the quote, you know, that, you know, black women are the most unprotected women, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. around, right? That is a quote from Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And during that excerpt, one of the things that Malcolm X goes into is if what precedes that is he's talking about the rape and the murders, basically, of black women, not the insults, right? Because mm-hmm. all black people were insulted across the planet mm-hmm. during this time frame. You have colonialism in in, in in Africa. You have the apartheid that were the, the children of colonialism, right? Like, even after the, the free of the enslavement of the, the royal African kingdoms, you had these apartheid that were going on, you know, whether it was what Haiti had to pay back to France, um, the way that Britain was treating Jamaicans, like at one point in time, Jamaicans were citizens of the British Empire and they couldn't even visit. So you you have all these things that are going on. You have you know in South Africa, you have the apartheid that's going on with the Afrikaans. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 have all the all like just go read history. You're gonna see. Look look at the independence dates for most African kingdoms, right? Okay. And when you go look at those independence dates, now go look at what's going on in America at the same time. And then realize that a lot of this has happened post World War Two, mm-hmm. right? So when Al- so when Malcolm X is talking about um, the protection, right? Th- there are some serious things that are going on, and what he and what he is saying is more or less a call to arms of the actual protection, the physical protection, right? Mm-hmm. Not the ideal of the protection of the avatar that they've came up with now. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, how did this get attached to? Will, how 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 is Will breaking the law of being attached to protection? Mm-hmm. Now, I tell folks all the time: if libertarians weren't racist, I'd be a libertarian. <laughs> but they're racist, right? <laughs> I pretty much believe in the annulment of damn near ninety percent of the fucking laws. Okay. I really do. Like, I I don't believe in mass incarceration. Uh-huh. I, I believe that humans have the ability to work through and figure out shit themselves, and to actually dish authorized justice okay right um the lynch mob most laws are because the lynch mob mentality exists mm-hmm. right most people are not bold enough to do things by themselves yeah all right back to protect black women the idea of will walking on stage assaulting a man in 4k in front of no less than 100 cameras if not more to the whole world you know to the whole world right if he gets arrested Who's protecting Jada? Mm. Right? If he goes to jail, who's protecting Jada? Right? If Chris Rock ducks and then pushes him and he falls off the stage and he breaks his neck. Yeah. Who's protecting Jada? Yeah. Right? We say on this podcast, you've heard this before. As a man, it is your job for your foresight to become better than your hindsight. Absolutely. When you look at the totality of the situation, right? Like, if you look at the situation, Will has to know in the state of California, no less, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he could not have smacked a, another entertainer in a worse state on the planet. True. Excuse me, in a worse county. Yeah, well, <laughs> on, on the planet, <laughs> right? Like, if, if this happens in Cabo, it's probably not a, a big of a deal as it happened in L.A. County in California. You see they was in the back quick. Like, you ready? The yeah, like, like I mean, th- it's called Tinsel Town. They ready. They was they, ready. They This is an entertainment work. The decision was so poor. It was poor. And the fact that a poor decision 
you get a, a mass of motherfuckers that's like that was the right decision was mind blowing to me. I was like, yo, like that so far he has four movies that's been put on pause. Absolutely. All right. We know that he makes twenty million a movie. Yeah. All right. It's eighty million dollars. Yeah. That he's just not gonna get. Period. Yeah. Over the next twenty four months. But y'all think it's cool. Because right. of his action. Right? Yeah. If Chris Rock retaliates and he actually gets hurt, he falls off the stage, you know, and breaks his fucking neck mm-hmm. in a freak fucking accident. Is any of that worth? We talked about, remember, we, we had the, the narrative that, you know, if, you, if you've if lost ones, right, mm-hmm. and then you go and get those ones and you lose your life because the train hits you, Absolutely. was it worth it, mm-hmm. right? In hindsight, we'd say no, right? But mm-hmm. the foresight is knowing to not do it in the first place. We talked about when they pulled troops out of Afghanistan, right? Mm-hmm. And then that next day, you know, the Taliban took over almost immediately. And everybody that was like, that's the wrong decision, right? Mm-hmm. In hindsight, everybody was saying that was the wrong decision. But if he doesn't pull those troops out, and, and those troops are there right now, right? So we never get to see everything that happened with the Taliban, is anybody saying that's the right decision? Mm. No, everybody would say that's the wrong decision, mm-hmm. right? Despite the fact it's it would have been the right decision. Mm-hmm. As a man, can you can you can you stand on your own and just make the right decision? Will the right decision for Will after that joke would have been to laugh it off as he was doing, as he was yeah, as he was doing, and to not have to deal with the ramifications that he deal with now. But since I'm Pastor Mike Will, I'm gonna read you a Bible verse. Oh God, Proverbs twenty one and nine. It's better to dwell in the corner of the housetop than to share a house with a contentious woman. Mm. Right? And that's what Will is dealing with. Right? We, we we saw the video of Jada with the red tabletop when Esther Perel was coming on, right? Yeah. Like, that that, that video is three years old, four years old. Um, most of us don't follow red table talk as men. Mm-hmm. And the women that support this toxic fucking behavior, they, they downplayed it to a point to whereas we never saw it. It never hit mainstream. Yeah. But because this has happened, now that video has hit mainstream, right? Mm-hmm. And we're looking in this video. Does he look happy in the video? No. He doesn't look happy in the video at all. Does he look like he's stressed in the video? Yeah. He looks like he's stressed, right? And does the, and does the woman minimize his pain in the video? Yes. And Hold on. That's the video when uh, he was like, why are you recording me? Why are you recording me? That was, um, <clears throat> that shit looks so sad. It looked very sad. And you know, that's what I got from this. I don't understand. Um, my biggest thing was I saw people online uh, saying, hey, he's protecting black women. I stand with him. Right. And then I saw the whole videos, uh, a bunch of uh, statuses, comments, videos about, hey, black women, they hair, they struggle with their hair. I'm not disagreeing with that. I know that uh, me and Mike both grew up. With our black moms in a home and our black sisters in a home. Yeah. So we hear that. We get that. We understand it. Now, we can't fully relate to it, but we definitely understand that's an issue, right? Um, And we understand that, hey, there is a time where you see black women get attacked, right? Whether that's in the workplace. Sometimes as a black man, you do feel like you got to step up. For you, the black woman in your office. Yeah, you you getting, you definitely you you definitely have to step up. But to say that we should resort to violence, not even that. To not recognize that this ain't that. <laughs> My bad, I jumped ahead. That's you're what absolutely I right. Fucking, you're absolutely get, right. This this is this not that. that. Like I was looking at that. I said, "How did you, whoever you are, how did you get to 
Will Smith is protecting a black woman by assaulting another man and not realizing that he and his issues is the bigger issue versus her needing protection while she's sitting there laughing at him slapping somebody. Because that's what nobody else wants to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about how she laughed as he threw his career away, right? Well, nobody wanted. And so you see this and you saying, hey, is she in danger? No, is she in physical danger. No, is she mentally and maybe emotionally um, in danger? Cool. I'm going to let you have that. I'm going to let you, and I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'll let you have that. How did you recognize that, hey, when we're listing out what's most important and who's most um, struggling with something right now, how did you not recognize that this situation was really about Will and not about her? That, to me, was like so eye-opening. But I think when you go through, when you, when you go through of what he would have to have deal, dealt with at home versus mm -hmm. what he had to deal with on that stage, in his in his haste and his panic, right? Because mm -hmm. he because do you he, eighty million is gone, right? Yeah. Uh, any endorsements that's gone. So let's say that's probably easily another ten twenty million, yeah. right? So it's hundred million dollars in twenty four months that are gone. All right. Chris Rock is rumored to have hired one of the best law firms mm -hmm. on the planet, <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> and we about to play a game in a little bit. Yeah. I'm, uh, so Chris Rock, you know. I said in the beginning, I was like, yo, it's going to cost 20 million. No, it's going to cost some more than that. It's going to be a nine figure settlement. You got to. It's going to be a nine figure settlement. Like, Chris is going to get somewhere between 100 and 200 million dollars from Will Smith, right? And, if, the he, Oscars. and, and, and if he doesn't have that money, he's going he's, he's gonna to have percentage ownership in what Will does mm -hmm. in the future. All right. When you look at a, a, a 200, 300 million dollar mistake for smacking, you mm -hmm. know, a man because you felt that he insulted your wife. Um, if if as a man you saying like yeah I risk that then all right cool bet yeah just um, don't you ain't got to highlight but me anymore. turn turn off podcast please you, you're absolutely on the wrong fucking podcast you sending shit this girl's cash <laughs> yeah like you 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 on the wrong fucking podcast but for most men to look at that decision and say you know at the end of the day right I could have I can I can still get the shit handled don't get it twisted exactly. but I don't have to handle the shit to the tune of negative. $300 million. So this is when we play a game called What Would You Have Done? So how you want to start with it? Do you want to start with what you have done with Chris? If you was Chris? Yeah, let's start with what I, what I, I would have done. What, you know, what as Chris. You, if, because, because Chris... Chris should have understood the sensitivity of what's going on in the Smith household. Absolutely. Right? Like, like I, I don't think he... I know Chris has, you know, his learning disability to wear ass. Because the way he leaned into that fucking smack... I absolutely believe now what he said two years ago that I, I am emotionally unaware of how shit affects people. Um, the fact that he had his hands <laughs> behind his back as he was getting walked up on after. And here's the other joke. Here's the other joke of this whole situation. You can feel like Chris Rock was wrong and also feel like Will Smith shouldn't have slapped his ass. Absolutely. Because that's I, what we said last week. We, yeah, we was just well. like, yo, like yo, Chris, like, you know, he, he, he has to look at that situation and be like, man, like. Oh shit, my, he walking up. My dude Will. Well, not only that, my dude, my dude Will is dealing with enough. I could have just complimented Will, complimented Jaden, and just moved on from Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right? I didn't have to crack the joke. The joke could have been, all right, after you win tonight, don't take your ass to that table talking. You could have said something along that. But here's the thing. I don't think he could have replied. I don't think he could have said anything about Jaden. I think anything he yeah. said, Will was coming up there because of the pri the previous joke when Will when Jada was saying she's gonna boycott the Oscars. And mm -hmm. and, and Chris wasn't wrong. Like, who is Jada boycotting the Oscars? She Jada would never be nominated. For an Oscar. Well, 
Pro, uh, you know, she's never gonna be nominated for an Oscar, she's especially not. now. Yeah, but not, prior, she, you know, she that shit is gone. Yeah, like, her. but she never, she <laughs> never had a body of work. She never had a movie, absolutely, to be nominated for an Oscar. And you can say that about a ton of actors and, and actresses. Still, don't mean you ain't getting a check, right? It, it it doesn't mean anything. So I think no matter what he said, that will. Will is going to react because of Proverbs 21 and 9, right? Mm-hmm. It is better to live on the rooftop mm-hmm. than to have to go home with a quarrelsome woman. Like, he, Will, Will didn't want that. He, didn't, he did not want to go home with Jada mm-hmm. after that Chris Rock joke without doing anything. Now, let me tell you what y'all women talk about narcissists all the time. <laughs> so, so I'm assuming y'all actually know what a narcissist is. Narcissists never take um, any credit for their behavior, right? Absolutely. So, when they have this red table talk, which I, I think actually not going to go down because I think they realize think they're so? about to get sued. No, they're about to get sued, so okay. it can't go down. Oh yeah, yeah, you say too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a wrap. So I, so I, I actually don't think it's even happening anymore. But I wanted it to happen because I wanted to hear Jada say, "I didn't ask you to do that. I didn't need that. I didn't need you to do that. That because because that's what a narcissist does, right? Absolutely. When you do something because of a narcissist, <laughs> they gonna put all the fucking blame mm-hmm. on you and make you feel bad about it, but make make you feel like you need their help now. Yeah, like that was coming. That like, was I, coming. I knew that. Um. So yeah. So, so to ask the question. Like if I was Chris Rock, what you would have did? I, I, for one, I, I don't think I would have cracked a joke on Will and Jada at all that night. Mm-hmm. But if I if I did because I'm a comedian, right? And the joke is, it's, just, it's a baby joke. G.I. Jane wasn't a crackhead. G.I. Jane was a heroine, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I think that, you know, when I saw Will when I saw Will coming up to the stage or whatever, um, I would I, I think I, I would have stuck my hand out. Yeah. To shake his hand, right? Yeah. To show I'm not the threat because I know that there's 10,000 cameras on me right now, right? Mm-hmm. And when he would have swung, I would have ducked. Yeah. I really would have. I, I just would have got out of the way, mm-hmm. right? And then I would have cracked Joe. Like, goddamn, will? Yeah, you know, we hey, we ain't no set, right? Like, and yeah. I, I would have got him off stage, and then when the commercial break would have came, I would have apologized. Okay, and I and I, and I, and, I, and, I, and I don't think I think that goes. I think that goes understated on this podcast. I think a lot of people don't understand like how often we tell one one another as men that we should admit when we we're wrong mm-hmm. and apologize. I think this was one of the. One of the most masculine traits that men have that that even when we say it, like when a man say it, it just goes in one ear and out the other because our society isn't like that. And we yeah. like to respond to our society. So if I'm Chris, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, if I'm Chris. All right. Let me tell you all what I really would have did. If I was up there on that stage, I already know me. Um, I wouldn't have my hands behind my back. <laughs> I would have moved. You wouldn't have been able to guide me or I would have got slapped. I'm just keep it real because I probably would have been like, yo, hold on. You really did that. Now, immediately afterwards, commercial break comes. He is getting tossed the hell out. I'm one of them people. No. And I'm going back out there. I got a joke as hell. And you would have caught that L. <laughs> um, also, Will would not have gotten arrested um, but I will definitely be doing what I'm what Chris is doing now. You is getting sued. Oh, I'm you, suing the Oscars. I'm suing you. I don't even but this is the thing though. I don't even I, if I'm Chris, I'm like, yo, I don't even want to take you to court. Just settle, right? Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Because because I, the type of man that I am, I don't need folks to know that I won, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that shit's personal. Like if I win, that shit's for me, bro. It's not mm-hmm. I don't I don't need the hand claps. I know some people do. Yeah. You know, but I don't I don't Chris don't really feel like he's one of those people that need the hand clap. And it's like we always know 
We'll know when you got the money. Yeah, dude, when he's flying on, on his Gulfstream 650. Look, bro, we gonna know what's up. <laughs> we so, know he got paid. Um, If I'm Will, uh, let me tell you something. If, you, if we out in public, bro, and you decide you want to take a crack at my wife, um, I'm either leaving or I'm catching you backstage. Yeah. I'm going to keep it a buck. Now, and I, that ain't no free game or free range that if you see me out and you see me in the crowd, you see my wife before me. Because, look, I don't have as much to lose as Will. <laughs> so I'm willing <laughs> to walk up on that ass, right? Yeah. Now, but if I'm Will, I got to sit there and I got to say, Okay, yeah, good to see you in G.I. Jane. Then, you know, in my mind, I got to be like, I got to do this. Really? Like, all right, you know what? And I'm going to let it go up there. And I told you what what I would have said. If Will would have got up there in his speech, thanked his wife, and thanked her, and uh, um, applauded her, and talked about, maybe you do talk about now how black women have struggled with their health, and she's going through something. Let me tell you something. Everything about you and Jada is going to skyrocket. Right now, it's put to a halt. A halt, excuse me. But if you do that, then you get public sympathy on you. Then, Will, guess what? Jada can't even embarrass you for a little while until Tupac's second birthday from now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because now she didn't got protected. Yeah. That's protecting black women, not going well, up to assault another man. I don't man. think she would have been happy with that. And and, and this is Duh. the thing. I think, I think Jada was, because she laughed, right, when he went on that smack them, right? She was laughing. And I think Jada was happy because she thought it was going to play out, because she's toxic. I think she thought it was going to play out to he's protecting a woman, yeah. and Jada has made Will become this man, right? And then I think that once she saw the Hollywood visceral reaction, right? Yeah. Right? Because black men... We we weren't appalled, but we were just like, yeah, that's some that's some simp shit, bro. Yeah. Like you don't you don't smack another dude, and even to all, to all the men out here, like if you know, oh, I I, I give y'all a real life example, right? Because okay. because black I, women are protected by men. I love Mike's stories. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, so one, my son's mother dropping him off one day, right? Mm-hmm. So she was like, yo, I'm gonna drop him off. They end up getting they they end up coming uh, like a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, what what took y'all so long, you know, to get over here or whatever? You know, she was just like, oh, she was like, when we was leaving, she was like, it was a dude in this blue pickup uh, parked out front uh, and like where she was leaving. So she was like, you know, when I when we hopped in the car, she was like, he didn't move his car. So she was like, she stepped out of the car and said, hey, you know, I'm trying to leave. And he was like, all right, just give me a minute. She's like, she waited like five minutes. She get back out. And she was like, hey, I got to go drop my son off. And she was like, he turned around and was just like, I told you, give me a minute. Mm. Right. So she comes over. She tells me this story, mm. you know, so. I grabbed my keys and my jacket. Mike is crazy. <laughs> and, I, and I'm heading out the door. And she was just like, well, where are you going? I was like, well, if he's over there, he's still over there. Right. Mm. I have to make sure that he understands that, yeah, you might be single staying here with my son. Yeah. But you not by yourself. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, and she pretty much is like, well, I mean, look, I know that. She was just like, I'm annoyed, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Right. Now. Listen to what I'm about to say. Mike is crazy. I was not about to go over there and pistol whip the dude. I wasn't. All right. Mm. But what I was. <laughs> yeah. 15 years ago. But what I was going to do is go over there and just say, hey, man, um, my son and his mother was leaving. And she said that you had something to say to her. Mm-hmm. Can you can you please let me know what that was? Right. Yeah. This is. And th- th- and I'm going to say it very, very calmly because I don't have a <laughs> I don't have a 50 mile per hour. It has to be zero, right? I don't. Have, I don't have a low speed. It has to be zero 
or it has to be a hundred, right? Absolutely. But uh, but I'm having this conversation because I because I know it's two things that'll take place there. You know, mm-hmm. I think for one, as, as any reasonable man, he's going to be like, "Oh shit, my bad," right? Absolutely. I already expect that, right? And when he says that, I have to be like, "Nah, no worries, man." But you know. Hey, for the sake of my son, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, please be mindful, yeah. you know, of what of, of what you do for the sake of my son. Now, he could say, motherfucker, I did yah, 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 right? Then we got to go. <laughs> we got to take it there. Now, that's a different conversation. But see, that conversation, it's not me saving a woman's honor, right? Yeah, I understand. D- d- this, yeah. Is, this is two men that now have beef. It had... She was part of it, right? Yeah. She was. She was. But she's ex parte to what's going on. Mm. And I think that. And I think that's a. That's something that a lot of men don't understand because they want. They want to be able to blame. You know, mm. they want to be able to blame the woman for where they at, right? Like if I go over here, me and this guy get into it. I'm not getting into it with him because you know he was rude to my son's mother, blocked her in, and made my son late. Right? That's yeah. not why we getting into it. Nah. We're getting into it because. You just lost your shit at the wrong fucking time with the wrong fucking person from South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, like that, like that's why we getting into it <laughs> because there was a right way to do this, and and I've attempted to do it the right way. Absolutely, Will never attempted to do it the right way. Now, so if you was Will, what would you have done? If I was Will at at, at the commercial break, I would I would have walked up to the stage. I would been like, Hey, Chris, you know, I know we ain't talked in a while. I know you got to do your comedy thing, but man, my wife is suffering from alopecia. And we need an apology. Yeah, like, yo, if you could, I'd, I'd appreciate, you know what I'm saying, like, since you said the joke public, if you just came back and just be like, yo, Will, you know, just apologize to her, I'd be like, I'd appreciate it. Now, I'd be like, you don't have to. I said, because if you don't, I'll come up here at the end of the night and I'll address it from there. Yeah. I'll address it from my bully pulpit. Absolutely. Right? And... That you're right. So if you don't t- if you don't take me coming to you as a man and do it for that, with the threat of me using my bully pulpit, mm-hmm. it's a good chance that you would be like, "Hey, Jada, my bad. Hey, did not know." Um, for someone that created black hair, that mm-hmm. should I should be more sensitive to that. Absolutely, I apologize. Everybody, big hands up for Jada. Right? Yeah. If Will does that and Chris does that, man, this this night is fucking magical, bro. It's, it's it is ma- fucking magic because we actually know what really happened at the Oscars. Exactly, and we know that Will won an Oscar. Samuel L. won his first Oscar. Absolutely, you know, Quest Love won won an Oscar for you know Look. music soundtrack. Will <laughs> Packer produced the fucking Grammy. We don't know. Any of that shit right now. Only thing we know, only person who survived this shit was Beyonce. <laughs> and she killed it allegedly. I didn't get to watch it from all accounts. Beyonce killed it. That's the only thing we know. Beyonce killed it. Chris got smacked. Yeah. And Jada sat there giggling and shit. Um, absolutely. Um, if you know, going right back, hold on Will a second. If also with Will, bro, if you really want to sm- smack Chris, this is when you go behind the curtain backstage, you smack his ass, and the only thing that comes out. Alleged reports of Will Smith smacking Chris. You might not get invited back to the Oscars, but <laughs> you don't lose everything. Yeah, it, but that's it, but that's the thing that Will. But you wasn't smacking for Jada's honor, and I understand that you are suffering. And I hope, um, you know, <clears throat> you never know how long somebody is suffering in silence for. And it's one of those situations that I think now we're all starting to see. Like, yo, Will has been suffering a long. He's time. He's been suffering a long time, and here, okay, so. I don't think Will is that different. I mean, he's that different from the, the wealth aspect, but I don't think he's that different from many, um, you know, black men. So, you know, the new thing we've been saying in group chat this week is that, you know, uh, the facts don't align with the data. 
Absolutely. Right. <laughs> like, because people have these facts, but when you look at the data, it's two different stories. Absolutely. Um, 80% of women file for divorce. Men do not file for divorce. So that means that like men, men are suffering in their marriages mm-hmm. and they're suffering through it. They're just like, yo, fuck it. And I wonder, and this, this is pure conjecture. This is pure speculation, but the fact that Will divorced his first wife that he had a kid with and he had to rebuild that relationship with his son. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wonder how much of that keeps Will from not leaving his current home. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah. and, and, and you know, because sometimes as a parent, I, and I understand this, Mike, I don't understand this because my son isn't old enough yet, but I, I hope that when my son is 25, I can look at my son and tell mm-hmm. he's 25. Because even with my parents, right? Like I was becoming an adult. And I, I remember at one point, I remember I actually told my mom just one day, I said, at some point, you're going to have to trust your parenting, right? Mm. You can't keep being on me about what I'm doing. At some Absolutely. point, you're going to have to feel like I did the job. I Let did. me see what it looked like. Shit. <laughs> right? And I wonder, like, what, you know, because Will's kids, I mean, Jaden and Willow are both 21 plus, right? Oh, yeah, they grown. Girl. Yeah, they, so, so it's like. I, but I but I still feel that Will is like I, I'm here for my kids, right? I don't I don't yeah. even I don't know if he's there for Jade. I think he loves her, but I don't I don't know if he enjoys being with her. Duh, uh, like you Come know I, 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 don't, I don't I don't feel that way. So <laughs> trying to look at how old Jaden Smith. I is. wonder I wonder if him, you know, staying is like he still feels like you know he don't see his kids as being, you know. Mid twenty adults, he sees his kids as being mm-hmm. still young kids, and he doesn't want to leave that situation. That video was sad, bro. Which one? The video with Jada posted. He was like, "Yo, like, can you let me know before you record me in my own home? You know, um, like, social media is my brand." He really looks sad. And if you ever, you if you haven't saw that clip, like, go and Google it. He look exhausted. Bro. And, but you know what? Though? Let me tell you. Let me tell you what was crazy is that when I went in the comment section. Um, of that I can't tell you how many women were dismissive of Will in that video mm. like like you know he's fine they're playing and it's like yo if if, no, he's not. if you can't look in a man's eyes and see his pain we said this last week on the podcast I said mm-hmm. Will Smith is feeling real Robin Williamish. Yeah, and I and and I didn't mean that as a threat. I didn't mean that as an insult. I mean that as a guy that is a fan of Will Smith, a guy that has watched every Will Smith movie. The only Will Smith movie I haven't seen, okay. ironically, is King Richard. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't watching that shit. Yeah, like that's the, the one he won an Oscar. Like that's the only Will Smith movie that I have not seen because I have my own problems with Richard Williams. Oh damn. Yeah, I mean I do like like I, as, as okay. a black as a black man, I, I do not I do not like you know. I do not like when half your kids are, you know, abandoned. Right mm. now, I don't talk about it because I don't have the whole story. Yeah. Right. But but I I, I don't like that. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and let's be clear here. Okay. Seventy two percent of men that have had children were either, are either married, separated, or divorced from their children's mother. Right, men are not out here willy nilly and yeah having sex and making kids out of wedlock. We got we 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 do have to kill this narrative. Now it does happen, and and we and what we do on this show is we try to advise men to don't do that because the devastation of doing that is nuclear. <laughs> like it ain't it ain't it's not one of those things where you could easily bounce back from it. It is nuclear to make that mistake. But if you don't make that mistake as a man, it's a good chance that you can pretty much bounce back and have a decent life of anything. Um, yeah, I didn't go see, uh, 
King Richard just because I really don't like Will Smith as an actor, to be fair. Uh, oh, he's in good shit, man. Like, all right. He gets good budgets. He like, do get and, good and, budgets. And he like, makes like, money. Yeah, I mean, good good budgets like seventy five percent of making a good movie. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time, like my top five movies, is Bad Boys, the first one. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. I was pissed when I saw the third one. I'm so glad now. Will the good thing that's coming out of this? We are not getting a Bad Boys four. And I'm so glad. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Michael Bay is getting well away from this shit. So far away that he's going to be like, yo, we're just not going to greenlit the fourth one. I, I, um, think, I think everybody is, go, is, is backing away from it because, I mean, so rumor has it that half of CAA, right, which is like the, the mm-hmm. biggest firm out there for agents, when half of the agents saying, you know, we should drop the guy. I'll put it like this. If Hollywood could put Johnny Depp and Robert Downey on ice, mm-hmm. they could damn sure put Will Smith on ice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they I made mean, Robert Downey come back. Like Robert Downey, when he came back to Hollywood, they made him play an Iron Man for seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But that last couple was he was getting like fifty million dollars. Yo, he got his money back. He got it back. But yeah. yeah but he, the, but the comeback though? It the comeback was serious. Yeah. And they gonna humble you. They 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 know how to. And I didn't realize until I heard um Omar Epps was on the Joe Budden podcast. And he came in at the end after they had talked about Will. And so this has nothing to do with that. But I encourage anybody to go listen to that Omar Epps uh, episode on Joe Budden that happened last week. And he said something. He said, nobody understand how unions work in Hollywood. And he said, you can. He said me. He's doing a movie right where he's a owner of it. And he said um, to get this movie done, there's an actor's union. That has to approve the movie. Yeah. He's like, there's a director union that has to approve the movie. <laughs> there's a production union that has to approve it. He said, there's certain unions that if you don't have one of their people, they're like, nah, we good. So I'm saying that to say, you know, there could be something where somebody said, oh, Will can go make his own movie. So what he going to do? Put it on YouTube for y'all to watch? Shit, I mean. And make two cents off and of where, it? Where is he going to make it? Because, you know, like, if you union bus, right? Like, if mm-hmm. you use, what do they call it, scallywags? I think that was mm-hmm. the term when you was non-union working. Um, when you when you union bus, you can't come back to the union. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to approve it in the future. And, and if they do approve it in the future, they're going to tax your ass. Yeah. And then the thing is, it's like, we got to get out of this. Like, oh, they can go do this. And then we don't go support it. Well, no, he he. For one, he can't go do anything. Yeah, this like, shit is like, this, like, shit, is, this he, shit is tough. He's bro. on ice right now, and, yeah. and 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 that and that's what makes it sad is because how did how did Will get placed in this situation? You know, and look what last week I was like, yo, we're not gonna talk about Jada right because mm-hmm. that that just pivots the conversation. Will has to be accountable for Will's actions, absolutely. But we we also have to look at this shit and not be like, well, that's masculine behavior. There was nothing masculine. Yeah. About what the fuck Will just did, and Absolutely not and, and, not and not only that though. Look at the cost of him not being fucking masculine. Oh, you about to see how much it costs. Like, you look at how it. much it costs, and it's like you know everybody get upset because I, I don't know because you disagree because we don't say anything <laughs> on here that's really misogynistic. Nah. We don't say anything on here that really supports the patriarchy. We really put the onus on men to be better fucking men. Absolutely, and it's like the problem becomes well shit if. 
if everything that we've been saying about men is mostly not true, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's just mostly not true. And men are starting to, you know, collect the data to figure out that, damn, you know, we're, 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 we're not the, the bad guys we've been made out to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that I understand that information, I'm going to create a standard for myself. And now I'm able to sift the wheat from the shaft. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the problem is, is that a lot like a lot of delusional individuals are starting to realize like, yo, my my bullshit ain't working right, mm. and and that that causes a panic on the other side mm-hmm. because the only thing we tell a man is like, yo, just level the fuck up, be a better man, be yo. a better man, and marry a, marry a woman that you can love, right? Oh, I got a joke. Go ahead. <sighs> Who did not get married and didn't get no love was Black China. <laughs> Sis. By the time y'all hear this, Black China will be 24 hours away from being a full-time mom, and she's going to fucking lose it. For those who not know, Baller Alert posted, uh, Black China was talking about how um, she had to sell one of her three cars, or all three of her all cars. Three, something like that. Something like that. I don't know why you got three cars. I mean, I get it in that lifestyle, but yo, it's LA. We know how y'all get down. You got a driver. After a certain point, you got a driver, and if you're not rich enough to have a driver out there in those worlds, yo, you either Ubering, black car in it, or you only need one car. Taxes in LA is just too damn high, and gas is too damn high to be having three cars. In and the black- traffic is too bad. And for you to be black China. Sorry, no offense, okay? <laughs> so, and I just counted Shorty Wallet, but I'm I'm just imagining on end, black China is probably bringing in like a quarter million dollars every year, right? I was expecting more because I'm like, you got two baby daddies that clearly make more money than you. And their whole thing is money. Right. Yeah. Bet. And everybody lying about how much money they make. That's the other joke about this. But black China said, yo, I had to sell one or all three of my cars, you know, being a full time mom, blah, blah, blah. Tiger hopped out out here and said, yo, I pay forty thousand dollars a year for schooling and I have my kid. Tuesday through Saturday, so <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. Wait, what, what support is needed? Because when you say I'm not getting any support, what, what you're actually saying, and, I, and I, I, I love how I love how women make statements that are insulting, and then they be like, "Well, why are you insulted?" Right? Yeah, yeah. You, you're you're implying mm-hmm. that I'm not taking care of my kid. Absolutely. This is what you're implying. You're implying no one helps me. Woe is me, right? And I have to sell stuff, assets, and and, and the dudes. She she's. This is how fucking delusional this shit is. <laughs> she's posting this shit, and she literally don't have the kids, son, bruh. <laughs> then Rob Kardashian sees it and goes, "Wait a minute." I have the kids Monday through Saturday yeah. or something like that. One of the one one of the one of them have the them Tuesday through Saturday and the other have, have them like, like Monday through Saturday. Yeah, Monday through Saturday. So he goes and I pay thirty five thousand for my kid to go to school. Yeah, and then Tiger writes, "Yo, where's your lawyer name? Because how are you paying less than me?" And we all know. Sorry, not trying to be funny. I'm imagining that Rob Kardashian makes more money annually than Tiger. Um, Tiger. It, I mean, but Tiger, Tiger got music. Tiger got his OnlyFans. Evidently, he does well on. Apparently, he a porn star. Yeah, so it's like you know, he 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 definitely probably makes you know, seven hundred plus. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. imagining Rob. I mean, I'm looking at Rob like I'm sure Chris is like yo. Yeah, Rob probably makes line. three, four million plus, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, and neither one of them is hurting. But the joke was, <laughs> the joke for me was, yo. Protect black women and everybody, including black women, was clowning black China. <laughs> and well, what's crazy is 
it's like you don't even have your kids, but the the fact I put it like this: the fact that people think it's okay to post that shows you the type of environment that we come in when it comes to fatherhood. Mm-hmm. And we always say on this podcast, fatherhood is not respected, right? Despite the fact that you know it's not as bad as the number as people try to pretend it to be. Yeah, there's not there's not as many fatherless kids that are running around, mm-hmm. and the kids that are fatherless, they have the same shitty. Dad, mm-hmm. right? Like we, we, we when I dropped the stat, and I, and I don't even want to talk about this today because it it it'll take too much. And we get but, cussed out. But everybody, you know, when I dropped it, everyone was like, "Yo, that can't be real, right?" I was the first person. <laughs> everybody was like, no "Bro, there's no, there's no way that that number is real." Yeah. And, and tell y'all what we're talking about. By the time a man is forty, um, only fifteen percent of men that have kids have more than one baby mama. Mm. All right. If you flip that for women, by the time a woman is forty, over women that have kids over 60% have more than one baby daddy. Right. So when you look at, when you look at how shit is like you, you, you start to realize, well, damn, 85% of the men have their children with one woman. woman yes. Right. It didn't. So one of my boys, like, you know, cause I had dropped Lincoln there. I was like, yo, I ain't got time to read everything. I was like, you know, you got to go into Pew research and do the yeah. math. So he was like, when he looked into it, he was like, if you actually took out of that fifteen percent of men, if you actually took men that would eventually marry the woman, I forget the time frame, like within a year or five years or whatever, mm-hmm. that number went from fifteen percent to seven percent, right? So only seven percent of men out here are actually making women baby mamas, mm-hmm. right? And he was like, so he did the same thing for women to be fair, thinking it would drop, you know, precipitously, and it, it went fifty percent, right? So seven percent of the men is responsible for fifty percent of the multi baby mamas. Mm. So like and, and I'm like So we're talking about this And again We don't, we don't want to get, it, get into it today But I was just like I know I say on our podcast We always try to give accountability to men But I was like Shit It, it Don't look like it's men right now <laughs> Like if, if you're using these numbers Right Yeah It's like it doesn't look like It's the guys Right It looks like the accountability Is lacking somewhere else We're going to go into that next season we're not going to touch it this season, right? <laughs> because we, I want guests. I want people in front of us that we can look at these numbers and have these conversations, even if they're anecdotal. But we can actually say, okay, well, what the fuck is going on, mm-hmm. right? Because I 7% isn't a number large enough for me really to be pissed off about. That's kind of like, it's kind of low. <laughs> Super low. <laughs> you know, but that 50%, like, okay, now I get why the avatar of Russ is so important in our community. Oh gosh! Y'all. Right. Uh, and speaking of which, Chad and Crowd is having a bad fucking week. Um, let and let's go. Let's go here with this. I know we jumping off Black China. Nah, it's fine. We're um, done with her. Black okay. Black man just dropped the Russ conversation one hundred percent. Absolutely, just just drop it. There, there there's no win in the Russell Wilson conversation because we are not saying that a, a simp is a man that loves his wife, takes care of his wife, take care of his kids. You know, and, and and this ideal of of men stepping up for other men's kids is is not also not true because most men are there for their kids, absolutely. And the men that are stepping up for the kids is the men that are stepping up for women that have had babies by the seven percent of ain't shit dudes, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the majority of men. It's not the majority of of children, you know, lives, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you have this rust conversation, you you're giving credence to the 7% of men that's out here that's just fucking up, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 here's the problem with that. It's because half of the women that have had babies by that 7% of men. Yeah. So the avatar of rust is needed. Like this ideal Save of a, a. Save <laughs> the, 
Exactly right This idea of a man Showing up To erase All her past sins It has to exist When you try to push back Against that You're you, you no one believes right like when i drop that number in there this, we are we're we are a group of college educated mm-hmm. white collar business owners you know high end job group of men i told mike he was lying and like, we didn't saying. believe it right so yeah. if we don't believe it and we actually have the fucking data what do you think people that don't have the data are going to do you know what um i was seeing this whole rust thing float around and i was since i've been on this podcast since now I'm forced to have conversations with Mike, I don't know, seven days out of seven <laughs> days of the week, right? So me and Mike talk every day in some capacity. Yeah. And then we sit down for an hour and a half and talk once a week. <laughs> and I've learned um, through you, and I thank you for this, some conversations just ain't worth having with women, bro. <laughs> it's just not worth having. Like, it's just not. You can't win. You can't you win. Can't, and you, so uh, this whole past, like, 72 hours, I've been seeing this whole thing about Russ, especially in the last, like, 2448. Yeah. And I've just been looking. First of all, this is what I do. And I'm not saying it's right, but I'm going to say I'm going to keep doing it. Right. When I see certain women and certain men debating me on certain things, first of all, I look at what type of person they are. Yep. And so when I look at this rusting, I Where's look at your the, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And I look at what type of women are really coming down on this idea of men clowning rust. Yeah. And so I pay attention to that. Second of all, I pay attention to the men that I've heard talk about Russ. Yeah. And I'm going to put this out there. Um, I've never heard nobody clown Russ for taking on the job of Sierra because I don't think she's a job. But I'm using yeah. that as a term since that's what everybody wants to praise. Only thing I've ever heard men complain about with Russ is, is, yo, you're allowing her to make it seem like. Her baby father is not in the picture. Yeah, that's not cool. That ain't cool. And that's the only complaint I've ever heard about Russ. But then I had to look at, well, what type of type of dudes you around? Yeah. And I said, oh, the type of dudes I'm around, they got their shit together. They take care of their kids. They take care of the woman that you know. That's whatever that relationship is to their child. They yep. care about their moms. They have relationships with their dad, or they trying to be better dads. All that. So when I look at it, I go, nah. I've only seen dudes say, yo. Russ, all right, cool. You got a girl who got a child. Who the fuck cares? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Nobody don't clown Russ that, yo, you got a divorce right before that contract came and you let make sure your ex didn't get shit. <laughs> yeah. That's the, yo, city boys, we up for that. Yeah, that, and that was a city boy move, right? Look, but, 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 we don't even, but we don't even applaud that, right? Like, at the end of the day, the, the pivot on Russ is amazing, right? Because, like, we're in the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. I was a Russ fan when he was at NC State. I mm-hmm. remember he left baseball. He came to NC State. Let me tell you how much of a fan of Russ is, right? His sophomore year, you can go actually Google the shit. His sophomore year, he threw 14 touchdowns and one interception. Complete like 59 or 60% of his passes, right? Okay. I was like, this dude could play, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm following I'm following his whole career. I was at the South Carolina game where we knocked him out of the game, mm. right? Like, I am a Russ Fan as a football player, he gets drafted. Seattle has Matt Flynn. They they paid Matt Flynn a ton of money, and I was like, "Yo, Russ is the better quarterback." And Pete Carroll did the right thing. Started Russ. They end up cutting Matt Flynn. Um, and then, of course, after his rookie year, they have this. Um, they have this um, expose, I guess, in mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated, and it shows Russ, uh, and it shows like all his best friends, and yeah. none of Russ' best friends look like him. No. All right. So I had I had so then I had so now I have a fundamental problem with Russ, right? Yeah. I'm still watching Russ the football player, but I have a fundamental problem with with the with a black man that doesn't seem to be aligning himself 
mm-hmm. with blackness, right? Mm-hmm. But I, that doesn't mean that I don't I don't watch you. Right? Yeah. Most people, when I when I looked at all the disparaging comments about a man's wife, it's funny because y'all all thought y'all all think that men should go smack the fuck out of somebody because they have a disparaging comment. Um, all the horse mouth comments that y'all made about Russ' first wife, y'all did that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. But all of a sudden, it pivoted mm-hmm. <laughs> once he married Sierra. So me and Z is talking yesterday, and one of the things that I told her, I was like, "Y'all don't love Russ." I said because y'all. I said I was like, I said it's two things that happens here, right? And I said men are logical. I was like, this is why sometimes we're bewildered when we have conversations with women. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> when y'all sat here and said, you know, that okay. Will did the right thing because someone said something about his wife by going and physically assaulting someone. Mm-hmm. I said, but when Russ had his first wife and y'all were all calling his wife horse mouth, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not making this shit up. You can go and find the shit on Twitter right now if you mm-hmm. want to. I was like, and he didn't say anything. I said, no one said, well, he's, he's not, not protecting his wife, yeah. right? No one said that. I was like, but now that he's with Sierra, I said, for some for some reason. He's protecting black women. Yeah, I was like, he has this avatar. And I was like, here's the problem that I have here. I said, I don't believe that y'all care that he married Sierra. I think y'all care that he married a baby mama. Absolutely. I think that's the care, right? Yeah. And then when, and then, and then when you look at the statistics, right, that we just ran across that, you know, 50% of women by the age of 40 have multiple baby daddies. Well, now it makes sense, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 man, I'm just giving you information so you can understand. This, is, this isn't a shit talk. These are facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when you see that, like, okay, well, they all want the savior, right? The mm-hmm. savior of a fucking guy. You cannot defeat a dream, right? Mm. There's nothing more dangerous than an idea, Absolutely. So, so if this is the ideal, if this is the dream, fellas, stop having the conversation of why we have issues with Russ. Like men issues with Russ is either the ideal of who Russ aligned himself with prior to Sierra, or men have issues with hey, as a man that have been through custody, or as a man that actively tries to see his kids, mm-hmm. or you know, the wife goes and remarries, and you don't have a court order, and now you got to deal with trying to get your kids right. Mm-hmm. Because and, and fellas, we we talked about that pot that actually real went it went viral, mm-hmm. and for a good reason is because without a court order, it is damn near impossible. If future wasn't future, he wouldn't see his kids. You would you would not see your, if if you do not have a court order. It is damn near impossible to see your kids because the only thing you're going to be seen as is you're trying to control me. Absolutely. And it's like, that's not the case. Men, men are actually active fucking fathers. Absolutely. <laughs> Bruh, if future wasn't, you know, 50, 60 million up. Yeah. Um, and you going against your baby mom who's not that, not a third of it, whatever. Yeah. And she marries the guy who now has access to, I don't know, $200 million. Then, yeah, you don't get to see your kid no more. You don't see your kid anymore, man. And and, and it's like, you know, it, it as men, when we, when we try to explain that, of course, that's not hurt because if if half of the women already have multiple baby daddies they're already in a situation where they don't like their baby daddies right mm-hmm. so the ideal of a man having access to his kids they, they're not really going to enjoy that ideal yeah and i think you know when we look at the numbers and we look at the statistics and we look at the data you have to understand to, to what you said earlier 
every conversation isn't worth having. Absolutely. And, and we're wasting a lot of fucking time. Again, I, Channing Crowder, I know he wished. And here's the thing. Channing Crowder was a successful, you know, NFL player. Right? He wasn't a star. wasn't a Hall of Famer, but had a long career. I think he's been married to the same woman for a decade. He has three or four kids. And he wasn't even talking about Russ, the husband. Right. Mm-hmm. He was talking about Russ being a cornball. And now and, and that that conversation has been stood on his head as in, well, you think he's a simp because he takes care of his wife. And it's like, fellas, the first thing I said here. All right. And anybody could clip this shit and make it seem like I said something I didn't say. But the first thing I said, here, like, stop with the Russ conversation. Like, Absolutely. drop it all together. One of the things that I did read is somebody said it was just like, hey, man, Russ don't bother anybody. And you know what? For the most part, he's not bothering anybody. He don't bother nobody. So bro. just just drop like drop the Russ and Sierra story. Like, look, we know that no one out here is talking about Michael B. Jordan and Laura Harvey, right? We yeah. know that they're not celebrating LeBron and Savannah. And we know why. <laughs> right? We know why. So it's like, stop having the conversation. Like, stop trying to prove, stop trying to be right and win the argument. The point of a debate is to, is to exchange ideals. It's yeah. not to win an argument. Right. That is that that was a more Greek idea where you have rhetoric to where you ask circular questions over and over again until somebody was stumped and then like, yo, okay, well that person won the argument. That I that idea is five is five hundred years old, okay, two thousand years old in a society of people that may be a hundred thousand years old. Mm. In in ancient society, in, in the ideal of kings sitting down and providing counsel, you should always be able to exchange ideals and based upon new information, change your position on any topic. That science that has been philosophy. And as men, we get we really got to get our brains to the point to where we are making sharper decisions. So our foresight is better than our hindsight. We have to get better because we are in a fight for we're we're in a fight for black masculinity right now. We're in a hundred percent at battle. And you guys know my philosophy. Like, yo, you got too many fights on too many different fronts. On one side, you're having to fight supremacy. On the other side, you're having to fight black feminism. And on the other side, you're having to defeat simps, right? And at this point, <laughs> you hey, because this is something this is something we said last night that I don't think people understand. Simps ain't broke, right? Like we nah. use the term simps. I think I think a lot of people are like, yo, simps simps like are you know these dudes and we could just outwit them, bro. You cannot outspend a simp. You this can't. motherfucker got money. He will find it. Too. He got yeah. He he will find it. He'll scam. He'll scheme. He'll credit card. He'll work two jobs. Mm-hmm. Like they are motivated mm-hmm. <laughs> to lead with their fucking wallets. You have a fight on too many fronts right now. And as black men that want to be masculine and protect masculinity and have families and homes, this is a tactical retreat. You got to back the fuck up and you got to let these problems eviscerate themselves. And then you come back and then you reestablish yourself right now. We got to pull back and pulling back means that you got to you got to hop off these day naps. You got to you got <laughs> to use social for just business and, you know, and really communication. Right. You can't you can't do it for lust anymore. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you you really got to pull yourself all the way back and be, and you got to start building your ability to have conversations with people. Right. So you got to be got to be interested. Right. And you got to be interested and you got to be out here in the real world, because right now. That that simp world and men that are afraid to talk to women, they're all online, right? So you just got to pivot, right? When everybody's going to the right, you got to go to the left. And right now, all of us got we got to move to the other side, right? If they're online, they're cash apping. Shit, we just need to be out. Find <laughs> out where they at. Go and talk to them. Have conversations. Be interested. Be interesting. That's all I got today. Look, man, we want to thank y'all for listening and for tuning in. Um, 
We got some exciting news coming in a few weeks. We got to get it all straightened out. We're going <laughs> to let y'all know. But with that, man, we're going to holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy. <laughs>